This is Bradford Douglas along with Joey Edge. Sitters, what's good? And Chris Martinez. What's happening, man? With producer Tyler Roth, and we are front porch sitting. And guys, we have a house full tonight. Yeah, we do. We, we have a house full. Yeah, first, you're here. Yeah, first, I, I, first of all, welcome back, Bradford. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh, y'all did a good job in my absence. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, also, you're you know just an absolute professional because here we are once again. Brad's on his phone. Tyler clicks the mouse, and bam! He's right into it. He's ready to go. Got craft pulled up and everything, boys. I'm here. Ooh, everything. The intro just goes so much better when Bradford does it. No 100%. offense to anyone that's ever done it, but it's it's his thing. It yeah. is. He has like one thing he does all show. He's <laughs> really good at it. Thank you. Yeah. So a uh, funny story about me getting um, uh, not being here for those last two weeks. So the first week I missed, it was because I was in a wreck um, uh, the prior Tuesday, and my dad was like, hey, I'll come get you. Don't worry about it, but we're going to leave super early. So I was like, all right, I'm a little sore, you know. I'll um, uh, stay home and get some rest, and I can get up, and he'll take me to work, no problem. So that morning, I wake up, and I text him, I'm like, hey, I'm running just a few minutes behind, no big deal. He calls me and says, hey, enjoy your day. I called your boss. He wow. left me. <laughs> don't run a few minutes late. No, don't. He, he don't mess around. You told us that, though. Oh, no, he left me. You he, told yeah. us that. So, well, he, so missed he missed the show for nothing. He had the whole damn day off. Yeah, well... Listen, I, I had every intention of going to work. It's what like, time were you supposed to be ready? He said be ready at 4.30. And what I, time were you ready? I texted him at 4.29, like, hey, I might be out the door at like 4.32. He called me at 4.30 and said, um, I just called your boss. Don't worry about it. Enjoy your day. But, but you knew. <laughs> you told us. You did. You told us that Tuesday. You said, or I'm sorry, that Wednesday. You said, listen, I'm not going to be there tonight because my dad will leave me. You know, I, that was your quote, not mine. Yep. It was kind of like I, I, I only half believed it. Well, now you believe it fully. I believe it fully because I was like, I was like, no, wait, you can still turn around. He said, can't do that, son. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, I'm glad you're back, Brad. Yeah, me too. So, I'm, uh, <laughs> long story short, there, I've been getting up early and making sure my ass is outside at 4:30. There, there you go. Hopefully, have you get a truck back soon. The 23rd. Oh my! Bro, I feel like a child, man. So at at lunchtime, I have to get one of the other estimators to drive me to lunch. My dad's coming to pick me up. I wanted to hang out with Chris yesterday. I was like, "Can you come get me?" <laughs> I like I was in high school again. Yeah, you, well, I was gonna say five dollars for gas money, but how about fifty for gas money now? <laughs> I ain't got that kind of cheddar, boys. <laughs> but uh, anyways, it's good to be back. How are y'all doing? Uh, I'm pretty good. Feel, oh, feeling pretty good. Feeling bet, pretty good I, right bet, I bet you are good there, Joey. Yeah, yeah. 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 Pretty good. I'm also good, Brad. Thanks for asking. Okay, so last week, um, uh, fantastic episode, orangutan breast. Uh, <laughs> apparently, y'all want to revisit that um, uh, discussion? I think that was two weeks ago, right? Was yeah. it two weeks ago? It was definitely it was two, two weeks, weeks ago. ago. I think before we do that, though, there's something that must happen before that. Oh, yes. Or we could start off with that, but you had a heck of a little monologue here, so let's go ahead and check that box, and then we'll circle back. Okay. Um, uh, 
Well, go see JW Weaponry because those guys are amazing. They are the premier gun store in the South, and they are always loaded. Go see them. Joseph, give them the number, please. The number is 386-243-8587. Give them a call or go by and see them. Great people, great prices. The best prices. I guarantee you that. couple things to add to that. Make sure you get your 5% off. Tell them we sent you. Um, Trey Lee is sitting beside me. He knew the number. Uh, he did. He, I think. I think that's what you're doing. Yep. He knew the number, so it's working. Um, John's also listening. John texted me today. He said he was going to try and come by. Yeah, he told me that this weekend that he was yeah. going to come by. And he he is listening. He did get his uh, podcast invitation. Um, he said he's not going to make it. They got a couple kids going to camp bright, bright and early. He's driving them. So yeah. John won't. four a.m. bright and early. Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. for good for John. Once yeah. again, helping the youth. So go see him. Um, he does a lot for the community. Absolutely. No, right. you were saying. You so, had something you um, were saying. Back to the orangutan and the chicken um, argument. Now, I'm going to go ahead and give my quick answer. I wasn't in on this. I'll take the orangutan with a sword. I feel very confident. But you two want to revisit that. Yeah, uh, well, specifically me. Yeah, I was going to say. First of all, I, I believe... I went back and forth a lot on this, actually. So I'm just yeah, going to let Chris you, go from here. You, surprise, uh, surprise, you Joey. back and forth. I did. I did not. I did not at all. I Please. was very steadfast in, give me a sword and a ring tang. I'm going to dice them up. We'll sell the meat on the black market. Not to Indonesia, but we will sell it to high high payers <laughs> who don't have access to, to the orangutans. Um, if you didn't listen to the episode, you need to go listen to that. But the um, the deal is, I've in, since then seen a video of an orangutan. Um grabbing someone at a zoo i guess i don't know where the hell i'm not sure happened. where he was at i know the i know the orangutan was in a cage with yeah. bars yep and the, and the young man was not he wasn't and um it didn't go well it didn't go well for the i just didn't know the damn things were that fast <laughs> <laughs> it snatched his ass up so quick by the shirt first of all just bend over and, 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 and take your shirt off this, right he can have the shirt right it's, it's your shirt now you're not breaking my arm or my <laughs> neck and then his little buddy tried to go help. The, the dude's buddy tried to go help. The orangutan with his fourth arm went to go grab him. I said, oh, my God. I texted the group. I said, guys, I, we got to talk about this. Because this did not go how I thought it would go. That son of a gun is way faster and way stronger than I thought. Give me the little clucking chicken or whatever, man. I, um, I don't want anything to do with the orangutan. I'm uh, obligated to say that Zach Espenship said, and I quote, I told you so. Um, <laughs> he indeed was correct. He's had more encounters with Wild Game and the Florida Wildlife Federation as well. Uh, <laughs> so he is um, allowed to speak on that. He is correct. The orangutan will absolutely F you up. Yes. Cosign, I don't want any part of that either. Saw the same video because you sent it to me. And, uh, yeah, no, give me, give me the chicken still. Yeah, Joey said, what's it going to do to you? It's, on, it's in a cage. And I was like, dude, it's going to break your effing neck, man. He did say that. Do you see that? <laughs> his, his neck was close enough for it to grab. But if it would have got him by around the throat, it is over. I wanted to see the end of that video so bad. Not me, because I was panicking. <laughs> when it grabbed him by the back of the leg, his calf, I thought it was going to break his leg I in two. I and too. pull it through the eyes. Oh, God, I'm glad it cut off. I'm not sure that that didn't happen. I'm not either. That's it, it may have happened. That it, wasn't the end of that little altercation. I can promise you. We're going to YouTube that later tonight. I think I would try and punch it through that cage. I would just try to punch it or eye gouge it or something. Eye gouge probably is the better option there. Yeah. yeah I, I don't think I want to punch it through the cage. I might miss, break my hand, and he's got my leg broken too. It's, it's, you're dead. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you may as well have a broken hand and go down swinging. The moral of the story, give me the chicken. Okay, how much I can sell the orangutan meat for on the black market? I can sell chicken wings right now on the black market too, so I'm good. That's true, and eggs—that's a big thing. 
Oh, yep. Because plants talk are about burning that. We're everywhere. Not, we're not going to get political. <laughs> What's next, Brad? Uh, we're going to talk about the LIV tour. Which, which is political. <laughs> <laughs> it's less uh, political. I also yeah, think maybe. I heard Joey mention earlier those are Roman numerals, though I don't know what they stand for. It, it's <laughs> Can't continue. Carry on. 54? <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. Holy, yeah. 54 holes. <laughs> Three-day tournament. I, I'm just really surprised at me knowing my Roman numerals. Right. I'm, I'm proud on. of you. What else, Brad? What else do we have after the live tournament or the LIV? We're going to talk about hockey and basketball. Okay. Because uh, the uh, finals are going on as we speak. We're currently watching the Boston Celtics play. Uh, they got their asses whooped last game. Okay. Hell okay. yeah. There, there's wow. Brad. Okay. Uh, then we're going to touch on the NHL. The um, Lightning uh, tied up their uh, series last night and uh, a great, great game for me. Three periods uh, bet, three periods cashed. Wow. Okay. Like Brad is definitely back. Yeah, Brad's back. I like to let him know. And then Tyson Ellis is in the house to talk some college baseball and I imagine big boy baseball too. Wait, you're not Tyson. Hey. <laughs> That'll be fun. He, Brad looked her. In case you don't know, Brad was looking around for Tyson on an audio podcast. <laughs> I just didn't remember, remember where he was sitting. He moved. I know. He was over there earlier. Brad is <laughs> back. He's back. Anyways. Off the rails. LIV tour. Live tour. Um, uh, so apparently what I listened to earlier, I was kind of tuning y'all in and out, but... Um, it's That's a, a good new, thing to do in a production meeting. Yeah, it's a new. <laughs> we'll just we'll take it from here, Brad. Yeah, we got it. Thank you. Okay. Hell of an introduction. Also, back to Tyson. That's going to be really, really good. Tyson has firsthand experience um, in the college game, and so I'm I'm excited. I haven't actually got to hear his insight. So please, please, please stay for that. Tell a friend uh, about the podcast. We haven't asked y'all to do that in like a month. Tell somebody about it. Um, that helps us. It's growing. It really is growing. It's it's a uh, large part due to Rolf and his wizardry, but also to you sitters um, for just kind of sharing the word. So it's greatly appreciated. Um, but please stay tuned to the end for um, the Tyson Ellis conversation about um, college baseball. Yes. Also, we have a phone the front porch in here somewhere too. So <laughs> Busy show. Tonight. Busy show tonight. So, Chris. Yeah. I don't know if it's called the Live Tour. I, I feel like it's more fun to call it the Live Tour. Let's but call it's, it the Live Tour. Yeah. Uh, it's so it's 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 a new tour that Correct. apparently wants to. Uh, I don't know. Do they do they want to be a rival with the PGA Tour? I don't think they want that. I think the traditionalists in the sport are making it that. I think I think you're right, and I don't necessarily disagree. I'm not sure. I'm I am excited to find out where I actually stand on this through conversation because <laughs> I don't really know how I feel. Like I don't know that I have a hard and fast like position on this. I don't know that I do either. I know a lot of people are talking about, you know, it, the money backing from the Saudi Arabia area and there's some some backlash and that's why that's why it originally started to be a negative thing. Um and I like when Phil Mickelson first started talking about this several months back and he got in all this trouble because I don't even remember what he said to be honest, but it I I don't have any idea. Um but like it was such a big thing because everybody's like how how could you turn your back on America? Uh, money. That's how. It's typically how that happens. And yeah. are we actually turning our back on America? I mean, I, and to me, absolutely not. Me either. I don't care where you get your money from. I don't care who it comes from. I won't go that far, but I mean, that's not my business. You never count another man's bread. We had this whole this whole episode. It Great is. Episode. Stop counting other people's money. Right. It's weird. It is weird. It makes you look very uh, feminine. I, that's, that's a nice way to put that. It is. Stop that's doing that. Job. It makes you look insecure. Yeah. Don't count another man's money. It's just weird to me. It is weird. Um, 
so there, that, that's the the premise behind the whole thing is is the Saudi money and you know where it's coming from and it's it's dirty money they say whatever I, again I for me personally if you offer me 150 million dollars to go play golf eight tournaments that's Dustin Johnson right that's Dustin Dustin Johnson eight he, tournaments for 150 million that's not including what he's going to win because everybody in the tournament wins money no matter what there is no cut there's 48 mem- there are 48 players in the tournament Everybody wins money. Yep. The winner of each tournament is going to get four million. The last place finisher gets one hundred twenty thousand. Yeah, last place. Last place. Fifty four holes, right? Three days. 50, three three days. Fifty four holes. Okay. And then there's also a little team game that they do that. There's like a five million dollar prize pool with that too. Also, Dustin Johnson, for re- for reference, his career earnings is seventy three million. Yes, sir. So his signing bonus is double what he's ever made in the in the history of him playing golf right okay yeah yeah yep. and and six of the eight tournaments are on american soil yep okay or maybe okay. it's five of the eight but so money talks man money talks and bs walks we know that okay tiger woods for allegedly turned down what 800 million 800 million is the alleged number 800 million his career earnings was like what 150 124 123 124 yeah. okay that seems crazy that he would turn down that much money at least for now but he also has more money than it like He's made more money in endorsements and all that. Yeah, I don't. Which think so he, has DJ. Does, so does he lose those? Four of the eight are are on American soil. Darn. Close. Yeah. You were right. You were you were close there. Just so one hundred fifty. What's 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 your what's your position on this, Brad? Because I, I, it appears as if the PGA is saying like, if you play in this tournament, then you can no longer have your tour card, your pro card with the PGA. Like That's fine because I don't want it anymore. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Yeah. That's true. I, I think the PGA Tour is making a mistake. I do too. I think they're making a large mistake. I, I don't think that they can sustain this this uh, hard stance in the paint that they're going to take and, and continue to have the results that they want to have. I think golf is in a great spot right now with a lot of young guys coming up. I really believe that. I, I, I think that golf is, without Dustin Johnson, I think golf is, re- like PGA Tour golf is really good. I agree. I don't think Dustin Johnson brings as much to the table as a lot of other people think he brings. I don't think he does. He's a name, but that's about it. Um, as far as, I mean, he's 37 years old right now. He doesn't, I don't think he really puts it's, a whole lot of effort into his golf game right now. So I think it's fair to, to make the assumption that a lot of professional golfers have turned down a lot of money to not go play, though. Right. That's worth a conversation. Like they're it staying, is. They're staying t- with the PGA Tour I, my guess would be because, like, longevity. I think that's 100% accurate. They don't think that this thing is – they think it's probably more of a flash in the pan. Not sustainable. It'll, it'll come and go. You cannot possibly offer this, offer this many people this much money this frequently and be around for years three and four. Yes, possibly. However, uh, I, I think the, the people that are, that are – the money people behind this mm-hmm. are worth, like, over $600 billion. Yeah, so and then here's how I would look at this. I guess maybe it's maybe it's just your moral compass, I guess. Maybe that's just I think mor- that's where a lot of people are at right now. And I get it. I get it. I get it. But in case you're not paying attention to anything that's happening, money is king. College football is literally fixing to be dismantled and ruined because money is king. Yes. America. Yeah. Now you know what? Never mind, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, not going there. Um Literally, the greatest football game or greatest video game of all time was dismantled because of money. Right. College football. Yep. Right? Like, so, it's, um, 
it's a, it's a, it's a money thing. Like, so if you're going if you're Dustin Johnson, they're going to pay you twice as much as you've ever made. Maybe you don't care about playing on the PGA tour ever again. Cause that's maybe with the penalty, right? Is if the LIV tour falls, does, can Dustin Johnson never go back? I don't know that that's ever been said by anyone at this so point. So then who I don't cares? think anybody knows. Go get your money. That's generational wealth. And that's so and I'm a huge fan of Justin Thomas, but that's pretty much what Justin Thomas said today in his presser. They asked him about it and he's like, you know, that's that's their personal decision. He's like, I can't I can't make that decision for them. He's like, I personally am gonna stand with the PGA tour because that's that's you know, what home is for me. And I can respect that too. Yeah. He's like, but it's not my responsibility to judge somebody else for their decisions. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I, I, I think, I think that's as simple as it, as it needs to be just like that. Mm-hmm. They're not villains for going to play in this tour and going to get money. That's going to be great for their kids, 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 like it's generational wealth. Like they're not wrong for going to get their money. And I'm not, and maybe in honestly, I don't know where you fall on this, Brad and Joy. Do y'all think the PGA Tour is wrong for saying if you go play and this, then you can't play for us? Are they wrong? It's their product. They're going to try and protect it. I mean, I don't know that they're wrong. I just don't know that they're right right now either. I don't, I don't know that they need to take a hard stance on anything at this particular I don't, moment. I think if you don't take a hard stance, so let's look at let's let me be like devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah. What if the PGA Tour says, yeah, guys, go ahead, go do it. And then a ton of their players go, 48 pros, <laughs> the top 48 pros go. Yeah. And then now that tour that probably isn't sustainable in their eyes is wildly successful because they do all these different things. It's a yeah. different spin on golf. It'll appeal to the younger crowd or whatever. Then now, like, maybe does their tour suffer? At the end of the day, they have to be, like, concerned with protecting their product and their brand and their well-being. It's history, years and years and years Absolutely. of history that's at stake, potentially <clears throat> if the PGA Tour were to not be the PGA Tour. Right. So I'm not sure that they're wrong for drawing that line in the sand and making somebody pick. I'm not either. So <clears throat> I do have another question about, like, because so I know they forfeit their tour card currently, but can they go get their tour card back? I mean, like I you, think that's where I'm at. You can go to Q School and get your, your tour card again. if And, like, for guys like Dustin Johnson, for instance, who has multiple majors – like he, the, the PGA Tour is not sanctioned, or I'm sorry, the majors are not sanctioned by the PGA Tour, so he can play in whatever majors he wants to right now. Yeah, because it's it's not a PGA Tour event. Neither yeah. is the, like the World Golf Classic that is the most money. Like so, the the majors and then the World Golf Classic are about the two most high paid purses on the PGA or on the main event that they play. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the USGA did say that the players in the LIV tournament are invited, um, those who would be eligible, to play in the U.S. Open. Right. So it doesn't appear as if they're like saying, once you go, you can never come back type of deal, which I'm okay with. I think if they did say, once you go, then you're forever done playing in the PGA, then like then then, uh, then I think I have a, a problem with that. But I think how they currently have it, like while you're playing in that tournament, you also cannot be a PGA pro. Whatever. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I do think that's fair. I have no problem with them saying nope, that. Me either. So I don't I don't think there's – initially, I don't have an issue with it. I think they're protecting their product. I think they're protecting their their revenue. I think that makes sense. So overall, you have you don't have a whole lot of issues with any of it so far? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I'll, I'll probably watch. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not saying I won't watch, but – We'll see how that goes. I'm in wait and see mode overall, though. I, I just don't. I don't see that there's a negative for the players, and I don't know that the PGA Tour cannot do what they're doing. So, yeah, I think it's about what it should be at this point. Brad? I agree. Yeah, I'll definitely watch. Well, th- will you be able to gamble on it? 
if I can't, then I probably won't watch. Yeah, that's, that's what I was looking for. <laughs> but uh, I'll tell you what I will be watching tomorrow and gambling on. Game five of the <laughs> Eastern Conference uh, playoffs for the hockey ball. Yes. Do you guys, real quick, do you, you guys think, um, I guess you as in Joey and Rolf is listening and everyone else is, do you think Brad knows that it's taboo to openly say he's gambling? I don't know that Brad knows anything at this point. Other than he's wow, really, that was rude. You don't have to take that. Other you than he's really good at that. what he does. Oh, he is. He's really good at what he does. So I don't, I'm not. I have nothing negative to say about what Brad said. It's right a now. touch frowned upon to gamble. Just so you know. Toughen up, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! Yep. Uh, as you were saying, what what sport are we talking about right now? Oh, uh, the hockey ball. The, the hockey ball. <laughs> the hockey ball could be the name of the show. The hockey ball. Brad right. is back to be the name of the show, too. Um, the hockey ball. Brad, what was your takeaway from the most recent game that you watched? And would you please tell the people what that was? It is that I owe the Lightning three years running now an apology in the playoffs because I have um, uh, once again underestimated them, and it's looking like they yep. are doing what they're supposed to do. Here we go. Uh, those play. guys are really, really good. Um, and who's better? The Avs. Go ahead, though. I think the Avs are better, but you know, I also said that last year. So, um I'll be excited to watch them play. I think uh, the Lightning dominated the entire uh, fourth game. Uh, it was a very impressive uh, win for them. Uh, and I'll be interested to see if they can carry over into the next game because the home team has dominated this playoffs this year. It was weird. So normally, like, shots on goal is the indicator as to who's playing better. But shots on goal in that game, game four of the Lightning uh, Rangers, was skewed a little bit early right. to the Rangers. But like me, Brad and I were watching, and Brad may have been wagering period by period. Yeah, I could potentially maybe have been piggybacking some of them or all of them or <laughs> none of them. You figure it out. <laughs> but the rain, the Lightning literally outplayed them like for every every facet of that game. I thought the patience with the puck was what was key for the for the uh, Lightning. They just played in so four. much in New York zone. I was right. about to say that. They zone. kept it in New York zone, Which and then that was impressive. Is the patience. Like, they, they handled them, and they can skate. Oh, my God, they can skate. Like, they're good. They're good. I'm. Uh, you know who else can skate? Uh, Nathan McKinnon. Oh, yeah. yeah. He can skate. Great skater. They're really good in that series. Who was the other guy uh, for the Oilers? Connor McDavid. He can freaking skate, too. Uh, he's probably the best skater on the planet. Yeah, he's so good. He's so maybe, good. Yeah, maybe ever. I, I don't. I wasn't as privileged enough to see some of the guys from the, from I'm the kind early of a, days of hockey, but I know I know McDavid can absolutely go, man. I'm kind of an infant in uh, my hockey watching. <laughs> like I'm, I'm not like super well versed in the sport. Like over ten years, five years, well, right. I've been watching for that long. But do we feel like hockey's in a good place, or do we only care about hockey because like Tampa's involved? No, I think I think we feel like hockey's in a pretty good place. I think so too. Because I enjoy, like I enjoyed the Abs and the and uh, the and the Oilers. Yeah, me too. Like I've I, enjoyed every playoff game. Like they, they've all been so much fun to watch. Is playoff hockey the best playoff sport uh, to watch? Yes, and it's, I don't know that it's overly close. It's not. Maybe the NFL. I think maybe you could maybe I would at least listen to that argument. I think it's hockey because there's so much at risk on every single second of ev- of the entire game. Right. There's no you there's no time to like relax. 
No, it's so fast. Like their Super shifts fast. are their, their shifts are what? Like a minute fifteen is a long shift. That's a pretty long one, yeah. That's a long shift. So it's balls to the wall for a minute and fifteen seconds, and then five new guys come on and they're freaking <laughs> wide ass open, and so are the other ones. It's 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 incredible. Like if you don't watch hockey, freaking please turn it on. Yeah, so it takes a little while to understand one the rules, but to, like the like you said, the line changes and the shifts and all that. Like there's a lot to hockey, a lot more than I ever original originally thought. Yeah. But man, it is a beautiful sport. It is it is fun. Like it is like when you when, you know you think hockey, you think fighting and physical and blah. But the finesse in hockey, it's almost I, unmatched. I like the teams that have both. Exactly, they will yeah. beat you up and. And those those are the teams that are typically still standing right yeah, now, right? Yeah, those are the ones that are still playing. Yeah, yeah. those are a nice fight last night. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, you don't get to see a lot of playoff fights. No, you, you really know, don't. Guys get suspended and things like that. So that was a. I, I did not expect that. Highly entertaining, and I thought that was just the um, uh, match or little flame or spark, whatever you want to say. That the Lightning needed that period to get me money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't care. The guy just doesn't care. He cares about nothing. <laughs> this guy cares about nothing. Oh, man. Um, so ha- how do we feel like the the Rangers and the Bolts end Bradford? Man, that's a tough one because the Rangers have, first of all made it so much further than I thought they were going to. I did not think they were going to beat the Hurricanes, and then they handled them, and now they're here and they 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 gave Lightning all they wanted in the first two games, and I didn't expect that either. So I think the Rangers win the next game, but I'm going to go ahead and say the Lightning I'm uh, take it overall. Yeah, I'm hoping Lightning take it. It's an it's a very entertaining series though, like I don't think it's over by any means. Yeah, I'm I'm, I think the Lightning win four straight and win four two. Ooh, I hope so. That'd be great. They're I don't doomed. Yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> They're doomed. <laughs> we'll talk about. The we'll look talk of about disappointment on Tyler's face right now because no no he said he did. said he agreed he said me too oh yeah no he's sad that Jelly picked him though oh. <laughs> of course he is he should be. Wait, um, off topic, but how about Tyler's jinx earlier, Chris? I'm still thinking about that. No, no, we're not doing that. No, we're not going there. <laughs> Man. Um, the other side, Colorado. Do you think Colorado sweeping sweeping Edmonton and having a year and a half off, do you think that gets them rust or that has them rusty in game? I right? hope it hurts them a little bit. I think that's what happened with the Lightning. I do too. Came out a little bit like a little, little sluggish. Bit, like a little bit slow. Yeah. Like speed of the game weren't weren't up to speed. You can't replicate game speed. No matter how much you try. No. Um, I hope. I hope. But they've made light work of everybody that they've handled so far. So we'll, we will we will see what uh, It doesn't matter what goalies in net either. It's no, they do not care. They're gonna score goals. The over. Take it. You're welcome. <laughs> unless unless they throw up shutouts and win four nothing, which they do that too. Yeah, they do. They can do that. Clayton Steinrich's close to doing uh, making an appearance. He's four wins away now. He is four wins away from from being a, an actual guest on front porch sitting, which he's been striving for for multiple years now. Also, before we go to basketball, Jesse Knowles, we did a a um, hockey segment right now, so you need to be appreciative of that. Jesse has been asking for hockey segments for every show for like two weeks or <laughs> or two years. I mean, two years. <laughs> Yes. Jesse actually is who got me into hockey, so um, uh, I guess we owe it to him to cover it a little more. Shout out Jesse Knowles, big time listener. (laughs) (laughs) Brad said we owe it to him to to do more hockey. Is that it? Yeah, Yeah. we owe it to him. Yeah, Tyler said Kyle is who got Bradford into hockey. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Don't worry about all that. You're not wrong. Don't worry about all that. Anyways, let's go to the next one, Brad. What's up next? We'll go to the. uh, 
We'll go to the uh, not as fun playoffs. Um, I used to love basketball. I used to love basketball, the NBA. And it, to me, it's just not fun to watch anymore. Like, I'm watching them run up and down and shoot threes. They never set, um, uh, run sets anymore. They never – it's just it's just not fun. It's been some more of this in the playoffs. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like like this series right now, Boston and, and uh, Golden State, there's more team basketball. There's more sets. There's a little bit more defense. It's um, the better series I've seen in the playoffs this year. But if if all of the playoffs amounts to me saying one series has been fun, the playoffs has been a failure. Like, I have not cared about any – I didn't care who made it. I haven't cared about a single game unless I had a rooting interest. That's the only reason I have cared about anything in the NBA this year. <laughs> or in the Russian League or the Chinese Basketball Association or – Shanksy Loons, baby. Shanksy Loons. Anyway. Um, yeah, I, I'm with you, Brad. I'm not super – I don't like – I'm like. i not loving it. I mean, I'm, we're watching it. But um, it's just – I don't know. I don't know. It's, it is a much better series. What do you think so far about, like – how it's gone with Golden State being in the position that they're in now, uh, headed like headed to Boston. Uh, I think that Boston going in and stealing that first game was really, really big. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be enough, but that that actually got their foot in the door. They're actually currently winning, so who knows? Um, yeah. They also got killed the last game. Uh, was it fun to watch? Um, I, I will say I normally hate him. Draymond Green's actually been somewhat entertaining this series for me. I know people don't like Draymond, and that's okay. You can have that opinion. But he's their MVP and has been since 2013 when he got there. Mm. He And I've said that multiple times on this podcast, actually. He is their MVP. That team doesn't go without Draymond. Whether it's the defensive end, whether it's the ball handling, whether it's the point forward, whether it's getting under everybody's skin, which he does very well. He does do that because he gets under my skin. And I'm sitting there watching the damn game. <laughs> exactly. So, like, he – without Draymond, that team isn't nearly as good over the last seven, eight years. I'll do I'll, – I'll meet you halfway. I cannot go MVP. And I don't know that you need me to meet you halfway. But I would say MIP. He might be their most important player. But he's not their most valuable player, in my opinion. I don't it's have, Steph. It's yeah, I don't, Steph have, I don't have a problem with that. I'm good with that. He's important to the chemistry. And, and I, I guess you could probably uh, – we're, we're, like, splitting hairs here. Obviously, most important, most valuable, whatever. But, like – I think he is important to their success, and he is like their leader. Like he's their he's their guy. He's their alpha. They'll stand in front of everything. Mm-hmm. But they gotta have they. I think Steph. No, is they don't win without Steph. Oh, no, huh? they don't, they win, don't win, without win without Steph. No, 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 no. No, he, I, I, he moves the needle. He, no, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's their MVP in my opinion. We have he, different he's, opinions. He's definitely he's definitely their best player, and he's the he's the most. See, that's where I feel like Steph is the most important player. But as far as just, I don't know. I, Draymond does a lot for that team. That's what I'm I think. Sure. He's underrated. How about that? I'll buy that. I'll go there. I can go there. I can go MVP. But he is absolutely underrated. Um, he's he's an integral part to what they do. There's there's no doubt um, about that. But yeah, basketball is like a next tier, next plateau. Like I'm compared I'm to like it hockey because there's no hockey game on. That's why I'm watching it. <laughs> Correct. We're not watching it, recording a podcast. Yeah, that's that's what I'm doing. It's on the TV, but yeah. yeah it's in the background. Um, who do you think wins the series? Uh, I got to go with Golden State overall. Golden State. How many games? Uh, five. Go, wow. Okay. Chris? Uh, ah, Godly, it's hard to count them those guys out. I think if Golden State wins, it's got to be in seven, or it will be in seven. 
if Boston wins, it's in six. Whoever's winning the championship has to win on their home home court. Um, if I if you had like a gun to my head right now, you have to pick a winner. I probably would say Golden State, but I wouldn't want to be in. That's a bad situation to be in. I don't want to be in that situation. I, I will watch, and I've watched the first two, and I will watch as much of this as I can because I've actually tried to enjoy it. Maybe it, maybe it's my brain making me try to enjoy it. I don't know, but I want I want to watch it and I want to enjoy it. Um, so I definitely will do that. But I got I got. Give me Golden State in seven. Golden State in seven. Yeah. I think I think that's where I that's like well that is where I would land. Um, you know who what we haven't done in a long time that we've done recently? Tell me. So recently, we, you guys just had like a card game here the other night. We did. But we used and I, I we got to hang out with Brian Dix for a little while. Right. We used to play a lot of basketball with Brian Dix at Hopeful. You remember that? I do. Those were good times, man. Great times. Those are great times. Those are great times. It was really cool to see Brian too. We haven't seen him in a while. Like since I haven't, he personally haven't seen him. Kind of since we've done some of the sponsorship, it was cool to see him. Brian act like Brian listens. He's he's awesome. Oh yeah, he listens every week. He listens. Yeah, he's good. He's a great. Uh, actually, every one of our sponsors listens every they week. They do. They yeah. legitimately do. We're yeah. blessed with that. Golly, super we're blessed. blessed. With that. Agreed. Speaking of Brian Sports, yeah, or Brian Dix, Brian Sports <laughs> is another sponsor of our show. Uh, definitely go see those guys. He does great work. Always does great work for the community. Um, Still doing premiere stuff for us every week. We we call him and say, "Hey man, we need this," and he's he's on it asap. Um, so yeah, we use him as much as we can. Uh, we we love to we love to stay local and we love Brian. So give him a call seven five five zero five seven zero. I don't I think that he thought that I knew the number off the top of my head. I I, I did work there for a little while though. So Brian, <laughs> I, I know the number still. It's not a hard number to, to to forget or to remember either. Brad made great friends with Brian on uh, the the other night. Oh yeah 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 because. He bet on him. I yeah. pick winners, baby. I bet. <laughs> I pick winners, baby. I pick winners, baby. Congrats to Brian for winning. Brian a is a winner, games, though. Or poker games. All right, we're going to uh, the next segment, which is Phone the Front Porch, sponsored by my good friend Josh at Josh's Barbershop. Uh, great dude. Just got my cut uh, Monday, actually. Okay. Yeah, you got yours Friday. I did. I was over there for, for a few minutes of that. Uh, I was a touch late. My fault. But uh, go see Josh. Give him, uh, give him a text. Don't call him. Give him a text. 386-247-1430. He'll send you a link to his schedule. Um, and if you're really nice to him, maybe, maybe he'll, he'll hook you up in a, in a quick appointment if you, if you really, really need it and you got something going on, possibly. He's a good dude. It's not that he does not want you to call him. It's that he's so busy cutting hair All and giving time. people the best haircut they've ever had, then he, he can't take your call. That's right. But he will text you and get back to you, though. Yeah. Like Trey Lee sitting next to us, he did. Trey walked in. Trey won't mind me sharing this. I hope. Um, but he was Too like, late. "Hey, I've had the same haircut for a long time. Do what you do." Josh absolutely carved him up. Looks perfect. Looks as good as he's ever looked. Um, wife even co-signed. Trey Lee's wife even co-signed. Said it's a great haircut. Man, in all seriousness, go see him. He's a great person, but he's really, really good at what he does. A hundred percent agree with that. He's really, really good at what he does. The best. Yeah, no doubt, the best. I know when that line blink. That can only mean one thing. Hey guys, this is Front Porch Sitting Athlete Brock Edge. Just calling in with a quick question. Um, how often do you guys get to go to the golf course and see somebody shoot under par? And have you gotten to see anybody do that recently? Thanks, guys. How about that intro? Front Porch Sitting Athlete Brock Edge. That's fantastic. First of all, it's a privilege to have a 
the the greatest, other than maybe Tyson here, one of the two <laughs> greatest front porch sitting athletes of all time. I'll right. let Brock take number one. You'll let Brock take number one. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Brock's a, Brock's a stud, so I, I I can I can get on board with that. But Tyson Tyson was pretty darn good himself. Of course. And he, Tyson's a coach now too. You don't get to be a front porch sitting athlete. Without just, being a stud. No, absolutely Those are, not. That's like criteria number one. Work hard, be a stud. That's Period. it. Period. Yep. We'll figure the rest out. Exactly. So, yeah, thanks for calling, Brock. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. To, so, and, yeah, what, go ahead. He has something. What do you say? Something uh, about somebody shot par? Under par? Yeah, he asked if 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 we if we get to see anybody shoot under par when we play golf. and. So, I'll be honest. Yeah. I have I don't know that I've seen that, like, maybe ever. Or, really? or, or very not often. Like, not very often. Hardly, hardly ever. Yeah. I'm not an avid golfer. Like I don't do that a lot. Going to start doing that a little bit more this summer with the membership. But but uh, <laughs> but hasn't happened very much in my life. I, I've it had damn it, sure ain't happening for me. I've had it happen a few times in, in groups that I was playing with. Shane shot under par several times when I've been with him. Um, he, Speaking of Shane, I love Shane. How did he shoot today? Uh, not great. I'm not going to throw a number out there, but not great. Did I see that number earlier? That was from today? That was from today. Shane, I'm glad we didn't play those boys today. I'll be honest. Uh, I I sent you guys a text today asking if you wanted to play, and I'm glad y'all didn't. Oh, me too. I know what you did. So, what did you do? Can we? Can we? Was Was Brock there? Brock was there at the golf course today, and he went. What golf course? The Country Club at Lake City, which okay. we'll talk about in one momentum. Okay, I just want to make sure we had that. Yeah, clear. Um, yeah, Brock was there. First time I've ever played golf with Brock's presence. And uh, it's just something about being around greatness that makes you want to be great, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I, it's in the zone. I don't know what it was. I don't know. Shot 71 today. Felt pretty oh, good about it. Have a pause. Run that back. Run that back, Turbo. You did what? I shot 71 today, Chris. Oh, uh, my gosh. But the worst part about this whole situation is I had about an eight-foot birdie putt on 16 that hit the lip. Um, and then I bogeyed 17 and bogeyed 18 to shoot 71. Wow. Those are uh, great golfer problems. Yeah, I don't have those. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't have a problem with it. I felt pretty good. <laughs> I felt pretty good today. No, that's uh, <laughs> sometimes that's... you know I've shot seventy six a couple of times. I've shot seventy seven a lot of times now, and uh, I've never been below seventy six. So to go from seventy six to shooting a career best seventy one was was pretty fun. That's an excellent day for you, man. It really was. It's a I, great freaking Wednesday. It was. It was a really good Wednesday. I got off work a little early. Uh, played golf with my brother and my my nephew. Podcast. Podcast Wednesday. Gonna be with Tyson. Benton had a good day at Kennesaw State. He did? Yeah. Let's go. So it was it was a good day. It was a good day for me. Great day to be an edge. That's right. Um shout out to Brock Edge, man. Golly, can't thank him enough. Brock, appreciate the question. Shane, it's okay, man. They didn't get us. Today would have been the day they got us. It wasn't their day. Yeah, there's there's more days to come. It's not their time. <laughs> it's not their time. We literally probably would not have beat you with mine and him combined. Especially knowing what Shane shot, there's literally no chance. Now I will say Shane, <clears throat> Shane knew what was happening on the back nine. He he knew like so. I shot 35 on the front, um, and then par 10, birdied 11. So oh. at that point, I'm three under. And then I parred the next two. I think 12, 13, 14. Yeah, I think I birdied 15 too. I think I might have been no. No, I missed that. We got like, a scorecard anyways, over there. We'll look at it yeah. in a minute. Anyways, actually, we so, have it right here in front of us. Um, but but on about twelve or thirteen, Shane wasn't hitting it great, and so he was just he was literally just swinging to get out get out of the way. Like uh-huh. it was it was very very uh, nice of him. It was it was courteous. It was a, it was it was a nice gesture. Okay. So he didn't he wasn't like truly trying to score at that point. He was just swinging because he need he knew he needed to, 
And then wherever the ball ended up, he was like, ah, whatever. And he'd swing it again. Like he, he, wasn't, he wasn't going at it. Well, good for you, buddy. Career career best 71, Brock Edge saw an under par round. I've, I don't know that I've ever seen one like um, – I golf with Zach a lot. He's really good. <laughs> <laughs> We'll test. We'll test to see if he if he still listens. Because if he is listening, I'm in big trouble. Um, but but uh, we, he ain't shooting under par. He'll tell you that. He he hits it a ton though. He will. He does hit it a ton. He has the ability. One day. Oh, he will. Yeah. Got rain that thing in a little bit. Yeah. I have no ability to do that. So, That's right. Um, we'll move on though. We can we can move on as we've been prompted to do. We're going to get to college baseball. Uh, yeah, but before we get to that. We obviously have to talk about another one of our sponsors, uh, and that's the Country Club at Lake City. Because, you know, without the Country Club at Lake City, I don't shoot 71 today, I don't think. You're not going career best. No, not no, no I'm not. No. no. Um, so this Saturday, June 18th, or maybe that's next Saturday. It's next Saturday because it's my kid's birthday, so that's you right. ain't going to be there. No, I won't be there. The, the MGA Cup, U.S. Open Blitz, uh, sponsored by Sandy Kishton and Remax. The regular Sunday, Saturday and Sunday Blitz, like always, uh, and Wednesdays all day. Uh, that's That was fun today. Hopefully that got me some money. Uh, Wednesday night dinners from 5 to 9. Got a new menu. Come go try it. it I've, I have not done it yet because we're here, obviously. So it's hard for me to get there on Wednesdays. But I've heard nothing but great things about the new, uh, the new restaurant. So go give them a shout. Another one. Hey, guys. I was wondering, with the new information that has come out about the Deshaun Watson case, I know it's a little bit of a sensitive subject. Um, but it's kind of up in the air what his punishment is going to be. I was wondering, how do you feel about the NFL justice system as compared to Calvin Ridley being suspended a year for gambling versus what Deshaun Watson might be getting as a punishment? Clayton, thanks for the call, buddy. Uh, Long-time listener for sure. He's been interacted on Twitter with us for years. Appreciate that call. It is, uh, like you said, a touchy subject with Deshaun Watson. Um, hmm. I, I, I don't. Chris, let me start by the by asking you this. Okay, where do you think his suspension goes? Do you think he gets suspended? Yeah, yeah, okay. oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, Same. I, yeah. I uh, I don't think he plays football this year. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and do you one better. I don't think he ever plays football in the NFL again. Yeah, off air just a minute ago, we were looking at some things, and um, some of the information that's out there is uh, rather damning. Yeah, yeah. But again, I, he's innocent until proven guilty. But some of the um, allegations are not great for him. No, they're not. Um, yeah, no. I, I think I think that eventually his contract gets voided with the Browns. Um, so, like when you say that, the Browns won't be responsible for the hundred ninety-four million dollars of dead cap if they were to cut him right now. Yeah, yeah that part. Yeah, I don't think they're. I don't think they. I don't think they have to bite that bullet. I think that eventually his contract just gets voided because of some wording. I imagine that was the money. Okay, so that was the money he was he was given, or right. that was his contract. What did they traded the Houston? Correct. Right. What What did they trade? Uh, Houston got a twenty twenty two first round pick, a twenty twenty three first round pick, a twenty twenty four first round pick, and a couple of fourth and fifths. So they gave up like five picks. Yeah. For Deshaun for a, Watson in a 2024 fifth no, or something. No, they, they gave up five picks for a habitual ejaculator. Yep, that's exactly what happened. That's <clears> what <throat> they did. 
Yes, they did. That's what that guy, that's what he, he goes to get a massage for that, correct? It seems that way, yes. It appears as if it's not necessarily a treatment thing. It's it's a it's a different thing. It appears that way. And like, whatever. I'm going to actually, actually, I'm not going to say anything else. That is um, bad business by the Browns. It seems that they did not do their homework very well. They didn't vet that whole deal very well. Do you think it, we're, we're kind of getting off subject of Clayton's original question. but no, you, He'll appreciate it. Yeah. Do you think that, that uh, maybe some of the front office in Cleveland maybe lose their job because of this? I don't know how you don't, especially if you don't get off the hook for the contract. Oh, if you don't get off the hook for the contract, you, there's a lot of people fired. A lot. So, so Houston, do you think that Houston knew and, and moved quick before the rest of this came to light? I think they. I mean, they had to know something. They, they were they know. were responsible for part of this. They had to know more than the Browns knew, correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. They have to know more than anyone probably knows, but yes. aside from Deshaun and people involved. Yeah, it's I don't, crazy. It's, so originally, the question was, how do you feel about the uh, suspension? Like, what do you, what do we think about the suspension compared to like Calvin Ridley, who got a, an entire year for for betting fifteen hundred dollars while he was hurt and bored? On his team, I on his team, um, I, I don't. I the NFL is so touchy and wishy washy when it comes to suspensions. Like Zeke got six games for literally nothing. He did nothing. It was something. It was, right? it was proven in the court of law. Like this one got thrown out. Uh-huh. Zeke's went to trial and it was it, not guilty. Yes, yeah, so he got six games for, for literally nothing. He got six games for being not guilty. Huh? Yes, that's weird. Okay. Ben Roethlisberger, now those got thrown out, but got suspended for multiple games. We're going but, down that hole right now. Right. Yeah. We have to. We have to. Precedence. So, so this is right now, what, 66 times Yeah, is what I read today? It's, it's, it's not going now, down. Not women, but 66 different massage therapists. Yeah, it's going down. I mean, I mean I'm sorry. It's not going down. <laughs> There's a lot of jokes there. Make them if you want. I'm not. No, Mm-mm. but I'm saying I'm not. But that down. number. Well, let me reiterate this. <laughs> the number, the number of um, accusations are not going down. Oh, okay. No, it's it's not going down. It's going up. It's not going in my. <laughs> it's not going my man Deshaun Watson's direction. It's not going well for him. No. No, it's not. So, so yeah, I, I can't see him playing football this year. As far back to the Ridley thing, real quick. He got. I I truly believe this. I truly believe he got suspended for being an idiot. I don't. I I, I mean, really. I I'm think, fine with that. But a year? Oh, I'm not saying it was right. No, he's he an, definitely got suspended for being an idiot. That's why he got suspended. He's an idiot. I don't like it. I don't agree with it. He's an idiot. Figure it out, man. Yeah. Now that it's. Yeah, that was be Ralph and Kidley or something, dude. <laughs> like Jesus, figure it out, man. Like, yeah, no, that's one hundred percent. Figure accurate. it out. But but I yeah, I agree. So if he gets a year for that, uh, I mean, we're talking about two different things here. But uh, I'm with you. I'm leaning towards more like he may never ever play again, as opposed to <laughs> he definitely ain't playing football this year. I don't. I don't think he plays football this year. The Browns for are sure. the Browns. They get five picks for. Deshaun Watson, I'll use this name, and they piss off Baker Mayfield. Yeah, what? It, let me let me ask you this, and then we'll move on to something else. Where does this leave Baker Mayfield? Does he stay a Brown? Do they try to trade him? Because if I was Baker, I would do everything I could 
to like truly finish the Browns. I would. I would do every. I would try to get traded. I would try to make them spend again. I, I would. I would do anything I could to not have to play for Cleveland because if you're a player in that organization and you're their guy and you have been, you haven't been great. Hasn't been terrible. He's been pretty good. I, I I would say he's been more more good than bad, and that's he's, he's this, led them to the playoffs, which he's the only one that's done that in a long time. And this is my front office's decision making. I want the hell out of here. Oh well, he's demanded it or asked. I guess he hasn't demanded, but he's he's asked to be traded. They just haven't made that happen yet. They don't have any picks left. <laughs> <laughs> they gave them all. To, I go say I'll say his name. They gave them all to Deshaun Watson. The guy in Houston who loves massages. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. You know, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this, and this is going to be a little bit calculated, and I'm going to shut the hell up because this may get us in trouble. Me in trouble. For a guy to have all of the, we'll put this in air quotes, resources that he has, this battle that he has, that he continues to try and fight, is a very weird one. Yes. Yeah, man, it's just weird. I've never, ever been, and I, I don't know anyone who's ever been, but like a gentleman's club, I know people who may have gone to those. Right. There's some people that want to fight that same battle that Deshaun Watson's fighting in a gentleman's club. And it's weird to me. Yes. It's just it's just that I just can't understand it. I just cannot reason that. It just doesn't make any sense. Joey, move us forward, please. Before hey, real quick, where did but, Deshaun Watson play his college ball at? Where? Yeah, where? Oh, Clemson. Clean, pristine Clemson. Moving on. Uh, <clears throat> I'm ready for this next part because this next part is something that my friend Tyson Ellis has been clamoring about for a couple of weeks now. He's a huge fan of the college baseball game itself, as well he should be because he is a recent member of Division One baseball yes, and, sir. and also a recent coach of uh, Juco baseball here in Florida, which is really good. Um, and his team made it to the national championship tournament and finished third, yes? Correct, third. Third, yeah. Pretty good for uh, a little old school out of Jacksonville, huh? Um, but, Tyson, where do you want to start with this, man? I, I have, I have like, a request. Okay. Can we talk about how we know Tyson? Just very briefly. Most people know, but for our new listeners, yeah, we've yeah. gotten a ton of them. Like, Tyson played for us. He did. Uh, we coached Tyson at Columbia High School. Uh-huh. Tyson was a really good shortstop to start and then transitioned into like a pitcher. And then I'll let you kind of take over because that, that was where you that's, – that's your wheelhouse. But Tyson was an uh, excellent baseball player for Columbia High School. He was. He, uh, one, of the, one of the key guys of the 18? 17. 17. I knew it was 17 or 18. That 17 class. Um, but, yeah, no, Tyson, Tyson, Tyson always had the ability to pitch. Sometimes his head would be a little uh, not there. <clears throat> Yeah, some things never change, right? Never, yeah, never did change. Uh, <laughs> that was uh, that was part of the like. So for me, coaching guys like Tyson are what's fun. You know what I mean? Like the trying to trying to rein them back a little bit because Tyson was Tyson's worst enemy. His glove this year or his last year at Troy said "me versus me." Yeah, and it was like for a lot of people, it's like just a saying. For Tyson, that's a fact. No, I mean you're no, here it's and I love you, but that's why I did it. It's hundred percent true. Like if he just. If he didn't have a brain, because he's smart. So if he didn't have a brain, whew, boy, it would have been dangerous. But 
That was he's still uh, pretty damn dangerous. In no, no, Detroit. he. But my, my my favorite part about Tyson though is he worked his ass off all the time. Yeah, like he it. never stopped working. Fact. I mean, even even the last year he was going back to Troy. Like he spent the summer in in uh, North Carolina, right? Yep. Yeah, North Carolina, and uh, like really worked to get his velocity up, which is where the game is now. Unfortunate. I mean, it's not unfortunate, but it's unfortunate um, because you have to throw ninety five, which. You got close to that, yeah? Yeah. In 94, 93, 93, yeah. 93 point something. Yeah. We'll round that up. We'll yeah. round that back down. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, so Tyson, Tyson's always been a hard worker, and uh, that, that's, that's the reason he played as long as he played. And he was successful where he went. Like, you can say a lot of things about him maybe, but he was successful. So I think my favorite thing about you, Tyson, is your grind. Like, yeah. the journey was not easy ever. Never, 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 ever. But like Joey alluded to it, you worked your ass off. You always have worked your your, your work ethic got you God given ability, of course. Mm-hmm. But your work ethic maximized the God given ability and allowed you to go and do things that ninety five percent, ninety nine percent of people don't get the opportunity to do. Absolutely. Um, so like that part, that's the cool part. That's the part that like me as a coach, player, athlete, I respect that that part. Absolutely. Um, but so like Tyson's super in tune to. College baseball, obviously. He played it. He coached it uh, at, at, at a very high level. So we're going to kind of, like, get into, um, like, college baseball. Do you want to go, like, college baseball, like, health of college baseball? Or do you want to talk about, like, what's relevant now with Tennessee? Tyson. I'm going to ask Tyson. We can go with relevant with Tennessee. I definitely want to talk about the Super Regionals coming up, too. Absolutely. Because the yeah, Super yeah. Regionals start – Tomorrow, actually. No, not tomorrow. Friday. Start Friday. And then, obviously, whoever wins those eight will be in Omaha, which Tennessee will be one of those teams. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Tennessee will be one of those teams. But, no, Tennessee's awesome. I mean, usually on this podcast where we tell Tennessee fans to do something, but... <laughs> what do we tell them to do, Tyson? They, we tell them to sit down. But Tennessee, <laughs> Tennessee baseball fans don't have to sit down. They don't have to... I mean, they're... Dude, they're just... I said it last year, and the crazy thing about Tennessee, and this is this is why I said it last year, I, beginning of the season before they really started to blow up, like they're an extremely talented baseball team. I mean, obviously they got a guy thrown 105 miles an hour, like it's ridiculous. Yes, like, they're wild. incredibly talented. But the reason that I knew that they were going to be good last year is because they were never out of any game they played. Yeah, and I specifically remember we were watching in the locker room; they were playing a series against Arkansas. And for people who know baseball, Arkansas is a Georgia of of Georgia football baseball. Like they're forty-five wins in a year or forty-five win seasons, like four seasons in a row. And Tennessee was down like four to one in the eighth inning one game, came back, tied it up. I think they end up losing it in the ninth, and then like the next day they came back and won it. And that's how they still are. Like all season, people were talking about how this year, like Tennessee has been beating people's like a drum, like left and right. But if you watch the regional, they went down twice in the regional. They went down like four or five to nothing to Campbell. Mm-hmm. They went down four to nothing against Georgia Tech. And it's like they get down and they they never even remotely panic. It's almost like watching like Alabama football in a way of like no matter what the score is, they know that they they can win any game that they're in. They can win any game that they're in and they come back and win it every time. Yeah. So obviously I don't care about Tennessee. I, I hate them. Not nec- you know I hate them. I, I was going to try to cover that up. But no, I'll be I, real. Let's do no, it. I'm not I'm not a Tennessee guy. I don't I don't like them. But do you think that their antics and the and the way they play the game and the way they not necessarily the way they play the game because I don't think they play the game a bad way. I actually kind of enjoy the way they play the game. They play hard. I agree. It's the antics that that go along with that, like the guy flipping the bird to the right fielder um, as he's hitting a walk off. 
um, you know, the bat flips, the, the, the celebrations, all that. Do you think that's good for the game of ba- like college baseball? Where do you, where do you have that at Tyson? Yeah. Where do you fall on that? I'm curious. No, like I don't, some of it's definitely too far and I'm like a young school guy. Like I love like the bat flips. I'm here for it. You know what I mean? You don't want me to bat flip. Don't give up a 500 foot home run. Don't right. tell you like, and I'm a pitcher saying that like right. you get it. Like they beat you. It is what it is, but they definitely get a little out there and I, I love Tony Patella like as an aspiring coach like I watch him and I'm like I really enjoy like they say that he coaches like he's a player like that's how he does like he coaches with the same enthusiasm of like a player but sometimes he lets the stuff go a little too far and it's like obviously your players are going to feed off of you in a way so it's like if you see your head coach who for you is this guy who came in and turned your program from nothing into literally a the college baseball powerhouse and he's bumping into umpires like you know, it kind of gives you a little bit of leeway as a player. Like, oh, well, I mean, he's doing this. so, And that that's what makes him do some of the stuff. But at the same time, you guys talk about it all the time. When you win, not too many people are going to say it. You can't say too much. I mean, when you go out there and you go, what are they, like right, 55 and 9 right now or 55 and 8 or something like that? Like, And it's been a minute since they've lost, too. They At one point this year, they won 26 straight games. Like, they went, like... 26 and 4 in the SEC. Like that's basically unheard of. Like yeah. SEC baseball is the baseball and they went 26 and 4. Yes. And made it look easy a lot of the time. Yeah, it wasn't close. With as far as going to the coaching thing, Joey, mm-hmm. cuz you've been doing it for a minute. Yeah. I haven't coached baseball in a while, but I think coaching is autonomous like you coach, you figure it out. Like it's similar. Do you think there's a place like cuz I know you don't like that you don't like the head coach's antics and like what he allows. I like the number one rule that in a coach like that that we say and that we hear or that I've heard anyways um, is either you coach it like you coach it or you encourage it. Mm-hmm. And so you're either coaching a kid to play that way or you're leaving it alone which is then encouraging it. Absolutely. So right. like how do you think that works Joey in like their brand of baseball? Because they have their own freaking brand. How they play is kind of like unique. It is. I have I've not seen anything like it. Right. So for me, like me personally, I'm I'm a, I'm pretty fiery. I, I would I would say I'm I'm a pretty especially these days. I'm a little bit fiery. Um, and, and I and I'll talk, but I I don't want my guys to talk. Like I I want them to know that I got their back at all times. And if somebody says something to them, I I I, I can handle that. I don't need you to handle that for me. Whereas. Tony V, he's he's like I'll handle it and we'll handle it and the fans will handle it and everybody will handle it, but it, I can't say that doesn't work for them because right now so far it it has worked for them. I was gonna say like I feel like they kind of have the mentality like they don't care. No, they don't beat about us. anyone or anything. Yeah, beat that's, us. Beat like, us. That's why Nick Saban's talking all his shit right now. Yeah. It's because he's like you can't beat us. beat us next year. You're not. You can't beat us. Right. Yeah. yeah. Spot the ball. We're gonna bloody your nose. Yeah. Let's do it again. Like yeah, yeah. toe the rubber. Oh, yeah. And that's what I love about baseball, like just in general more than anything else. Because, like, those guys can swing it. And it's in baseball. It's like, hey, bud, you got you have to let me hit it. You have to let me try to hit it. And yeah. guess what? When you come in there, a lot of times they hit it. They hit it a lot. <laughs> they hit it a lot. Yeah. And, like, they play some of the most explosive baseball I've ever seen. Like, they can be down four to nothing and be up seven to four like that. Like, snap of your fingers before you even know it. Because they just got that lineup's good and their pitching staff. That's what's, like... They're, they lead the country in pitching, and then they're also top five in every offensive category. Yeah, and they're right. also top ten in defense. And it's like, what do you, what's their weakness? Yeah, they, yeah, they're, yeah they, may, they may be their own weakness. Yeah. We haven't seen it yet. Yeah. But, but we, another big thing, too, that I think about when I think about all the antics and stuff, and they're like, oh, you know, you don't see Tony Vitella, like do anything about it. But 
no one knows what goes on in the locker room. Like, you don't know what he's saying. Like, you know, he may see this stuff in the locker room and be like, hey, fellas, like, you have to tone that down. Yeah. Like, he could be saying that. I mean. Is he? I mean, I don't think There's no he way is. if if after 60-something games, they're shooting birds while rounding first base. Yeah, I mean. He, if, if you're correcting it and then. It's just it most likely it's probably not being addressed. Yeah. Either either it's being addressed and they have no respect for the head coach, which I don't believe. No, I don't. Believe or that. it's just not being addressed. Yeah. And it's wide open. I and they're think he drawing has to say something. But but it, it's definitely he's definitely not telling them to tone back a lot of it because a lot of like the bat flips and the all that stuff. I mean, I know he doesn't care about that. Yeah. But some of the stuff I think he could probably like the bird flipping. Like, there's happen. just no way that he ex- accepts that. But then again, I say that, and then this is the same guy who bumped an umpire. So, I mean, I yeah. don't know. Like, But at the same time, like I'm just going to say it until until they get beat. Like, I mean, that's every sport, right? Like, you can do, kind of do whatever you want to do when you're that good. Winning winning solves everything. Like, when you're that good, you the only thing he's getting right now is a raise in a bigger stadium. That's what he's getting. Said a whole lot right there. He like, did. <laughs> a lot of people don't like it. No, but I mean that's I, that's, that's why like, my biggest gripe or my biggest like m- internally yeah, with same. Tennessee that I have is like I don't really like what they do. Yeah. And I talked about it with the bat flip and everything else, but like regular bat flips don't bother me. Their bat I, flips are like yeah, they're trying to take just, out lights. It's ex- <laughs> exactly it's extra. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. It's over the top. And it's but, the like, talking nonstop and the and the gestures and it's just it's a lot. It is a lot. It is a lot. Yeah, but they're so. And I'll and I'll give you. A, it's hard for me because here, so here's the thing. They're fifty six and seven, by the way. They're what? Fifty six and seven. Fifty six. That's and pretty seven. good. Like here's the issue. Here's where I here here's where I find myself in a conflict, and I am legitimately in a conflict with this baseball team because part of me absolutely loves it. So give me. I want. Give me more. Ditto. Minus, I can promise you, if it was the Florida Gators doing it, minus Kevin O'Sullivan, if Kevin O'Sullivan was gone. And Tony V was the head coach of the Gators. I can tell you, I would be, I would be talking cash money on Twitter right now. I would be, <laughs> but it but, wouldn't stop. But unfortunately, it's not. It's not. It's no. Tennessee. It's so Tennessee. I hate it. It's the worst. <laughs> but if that was, if it was a team that I loved doing that, I'd be like, ah, he might, yeah, he probably, he maybe, probably shouldn't have shot that bird. But he's just excited. Yeah. He's excited. Let kids be kids, you know. Let kids be kids. <laughs> he he just hit that ball 109 like, miles an hour. Part of me loves it. Yes. The part that I don't like is like is the traditionalist in me that's yeah. like, dude, don't don't show up, but teammate. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I have. I really am in a conflict. I have real a quick, just it. real quick, and you don't have to be long. Either one of you. I want I both. I want both of your opinions. Is it good for the game of college baseball for Tennessee to be the way they are right now? Just quick. No, that's my simple answer. Yes, because what are we talking about? Tennessee baseball. No, I mean you're yeah. right. I, I mean, think you're right I about think that. it's they're a thousand percent on the map. College baseball is a thousand percent on the map because of Tennessee. You're right now, hundred percent right about that. So that's why a part of me thinks that it's good. Now, when other teams start doing it, and then it becomes a normal thing, like I'm not so sure. But right now, in this moment, on June the eighth or whatever today is, it is. Oh yeah, for sure. Good for the sport of I'm college not baseball. A, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but let me ask. Let me let me just real quick again, since we're being brief, because we want to be brief, especially this one. We want to brief. Do you think this is just me? I part of me thinks that like somebody is telling them, don't turn it off. Um, no. I think I think their identity is that in oh, your yeah. face, but we cannot lie and say that they're not now more in your face than they have been throughout the entire year. Okay. They're way more 
I think you I think you see it more because it's there's not as many teams playing and there's more coverage overall. Like you 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 nobody watches March baseball, college baseball. Like the enthusiasts do. Yeah. But right, as far right, as like right. SEC or uh, TV. ESPN yeah. uh, coverage of it, it up. Mm-hmm. they're not they're not showing that. So I think they they have been this way. Oh, all year they've been this way all year. But you're just seeing it a lot more now, and that part is what I think is good for the game of college baseball. Because if I was them. And, like, I knew that I'm getting more clicks, more views. I'm absolutely capitalizing on this. Oh, I can tell you one thing. If you're a high school kid right now, you want to play baseball at Tennessee. I promise. You want to play baseball at Tennessee. That's the place to be. Tennessee. Like, if you're a baseball guy, that's the place to be is the University of Tennessee. Can I be honest for a second? Yeah. Tennessee's got a beautiful campus. Oh my God, it's awesome! Oh, it is, it is. It's awesome. It's an it's unbelievably a great, campus. great campus. They almost got Timmy Jernigan side. Note. The the fact that they're not incredible at every sport, they are that, incredible at every sport except for the one that matters the most, which is football. For now, oh, basketball. They've been very good the last few years. Football Baseball. They've been very good the last couple of years. Football's like, coming. I'm telling you, football's yeah. not coming. They have Josh Heupel. Sit down. It's coming. Sit down. <laughs> you know who? You know who doesn't mind this? Who? Their new athletic director, Danny White. No, <laughs> they might throw a parade even if they lose. They're not going to lose. <laughs> they'll have a banner. No, they'll have a banner, a parade. Uh, uh, Mickey Mouse will be there. It'll be just like no, he's no, in Orlando it's, again. It's not Florida anymore. It doesn't matter. It'll be just like he's Mickey in Orlando Mouse. again. No, no, no. We can't get them Mickey Mouse. We're not doing that. Don't Mickey Mouse has to move Davey anyways. Crockett. What do you mean? Ooh, Joy's getting, Joy's getting crazy out here now. <laughs> it was that code red about two hours ago because we've been recording for 16 hours. Um, we have. Been. All right, so... I'm not going to talk about every regional game or every regional, super regional, I mean. Mm-hmm. But I, I am interested, very intrigued, actually. I think they got – There's some good ones. I think Tennessee got screwed in who they matched up with. Mm. Somewhat, yeah. I think um, Notre Dame is really good. Notre Dame is – I feel worse for Notre Dame than I do for Tennessee. I don't. Tennessee is probably most likely going to take care of their business. But Notre Dame could have beat a lot of teams that are still in it. That's uh, the problem. A hundred percent. I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. Link Jarrett, to me, and I, I great. I have been hoping for two years now that Kevin O'Sullivan got the, the can or left on his own. Don't really care how he goes. Just get out of here. And I, w- I want Link Jarrett to come to Gainesville. Well, you know that the Clemson head baseball coaching job is open right now. Yeah. And you know Kevin O'Sullivan played baseball there. He's never going to leave. Link Jarrett actually might go there. I could see that. I've but, heard that I've heard that rumor as well. I don't like that. I would much rather Kevin O'Sullivan go there yeah. and Jarrett come here, but teach their own. So you oh, think yeah. Tennessee wins that? You yeah, think Tennessee they they win in two, or do you think they go to a third? I mean, maybe three this time, but I want to say two. I mean, they haven't lost a game in the SEC tournament and the regional. That's impressive. That is impressive. That's that's hard. This is baseball. Like you do lose. Like losing's supposed to happen here and there, and they don't do it very often ever. Do you have another team that you feel like can win it all? I think A and M has been playing really good. Yeah, they might have the kind of firepower to do it. I think it'll um, be hard for them to win in Omaha. I think they can win at home. Yeah, they can definitely win at home. But I don't know that I, their home field advantage is silly. This is sneaky. I don't know if I def- necessarily think that they could win, but I think that it's a team that's going to make a lot of noise just because you don't think of them as a baseball school. But Virginia Tech, Virginia Tech's really good. They can play. They can play baseball. At a very high level. They are good. And there's also this. what's really cool about this year, and I told this to Austin Matthews a couple weeks ago because he was asking me about like why a certain team didn't get in. There's a lot of teams that 
aren't historical baseball schools. Like I read something that there's 16 teams left. Only three of the 16 teams, or maybe four, four of the 16 teams, have won a national championship in school history. Oh, wow. And it's like your big boys like Texas, Oregon State, Stanford, and... Um, North Carolina? North Carolina. Like yeah. your, you know, blue bloods. Like baseball blue bloods, truly. Right. So like all the rest, like none of them have won one. Like Virginia Tech, Auburn's in there. Or no, no, it wasn't. It what I just I misread on one of them because one of them is Oklahoma. I don't think Stanford's won. Stanford hasn't won yet. No. Oklahoma has won a baseball national championship. Gotcha. Who is also a good team. Yes. But um, yeah, I told Austin I was like, don't be shocked when there are some teams that you know you don't traditionally see make runs. And my miracle team that disappointed me hard was Texas State. Like I thought they were going to be really good. They're a Sun Belt school, so obviously a little bit of favoritism. But <laughs> I mean, they went they went forty four and eleven in the regular season. Yeah. And I want you. I don't care what division of baseball you're playing. I don't care what sport you're playing. On the road in the Sun Belt Conference, they went fifteen and zero. Ooh, five weekends, gracious. five sweeps. I don't care who you're playing. If you're on the road sweeping five weekends in a row in Division One baseball, that's special. That's impressive. Dude, that's, that's special. incredible. That's yeah. impressive. Whoa. And they they lost to Stanford in the regional. So, right, but I'm, also Southern Miss is a team I like a lot too. Who's hosting Ole Miss in a regional, super regional? So, I like Ole Miss's head coach. No, Southern Miss can play, dude. They're no, I know, I know, no, I agree. I think Southern Miss wins, but I like, I like their head coach. I oh, don't yeah. think they like their Bianco? head coach very much. Oh yeah. no, he was on the hot seat apparently. Yeah, that's and what I'm they backdoored the tournament, won the Miami Regional, and here we are. Yeah, no, no longer on the hot seat, right? Probably not. You know why? <laughs> but that's winning gonna, cures everything, baby. Oh yeah, but that's going to be, in my opinion, will probably be the most rowdy electric environment of what we happen I mean, Ole Miss at Southern Miss hosting like good. that's going to be some down south Mississippi rowdy baseball and it's going to be good it's going to be chirpy and it's going to be really really good are we going to have a Cousin watch party love baby oh no no oh, it's going to be good how long are you in town for Tyson um I'm going back to Jacksonville tonight tonight uh, but I live you know it's an hour and 15 okay well don't ask me to come back gas is a little expensive yeah, we can't, we can't <laughs> pay touché. you, brother. Touche, touche. Um, so my surprise team is UConn. I, UConn's I, really good. UConn is so good. They have they have dudes in the front end of that rotation. Oh my! And like, multiple. They lost. Think about. They had a their Friday night guy coming in the season was a lefty who was ninety eight to a hundred. Right. And he's not there. Right. Those guys if, help your team. If yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they had him. Oh, they'd be really good. Yeah. I trained with a guy last summer who plays at UConn, and he said, he was like, dude, we could be really good this year. And they are good. Huge they fan really, of that. really, good. I hope they win it. I really so, do. so you have Tennessee winning the whole thing right yeah, now? I picked Tennessee to win it all. Is there anything else that you want to talk about off the top of your head? Are we are we, we good to pick winners now? No, we can pick winners. All right. Mine's yeah. boring. Yeah? Volunteers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't – I mean, I just don't see I – mean, they just have – all the firepower in the world. I they're mean, good in what they do plays. Like like you said, they like, pitch well, they play defense. They, they do it hit. all. They do it. And that's, and that's why, like, when we were talking about, like, how they how they go about it, it's like at the end of the day, they handle the business. Yeah. Like, they ha- like another, a team that's good also beginning of the season, who I'll make a good example of, is Texas. Texas was really – Texas coming into the season was supposed to be what Tennessee is right now. Yes, they were. And here's the thing. If you watch, like, Texas play, they started to get – I mean, because when you're a team like that, when you play teams that aren't as good as you – they're going to try to get under your skin. That's yeah. the only way they can beat you. You know right. what I mean? That's the only way you can beat a team that's that much better than you. Well, Texas lets that get under their skin, and they get swept by teams like Kansas State. Tennessee, right. they say, okay, you want to talk to us? All right, we'll just sweep you, and you can get out of here. <laughs> you just take your three L's and take your bus ride home. That's fine. Texas, I mean, they're still in it, so, I mean, they have a chance, but they did not have the season they thought they would because they tried to do what Tennessee is, but they didn't handle the business on the field first. Right. 
All right, so here's my here's my uh, here's my prediction with Tennessee and Notre Dame. Okay, I think Notre Dame wins the series. Oh my, I do. I think that they, Notre Dame is really good though. They are. I Notre think Dame y'all really said good. that earlier. I didn't want to interrupt, but Notre Dame is they're really good. Yeah, I uh, I, I just think that the way. I think they'll come in. They'll come in calm, cool, and collected. They won't let the antics get to them. They'll yep. just play baseball. They'll do their job, and they'll get out of there. And I think they I think they ultimately win the series. Yeah, I don't know if they win, but I'll tell you what helps them a ton. And this sucks if you're a Notre Dame baseball fan, which there's no way there's more than 11 of those in the whole country. <laughs> um, you ever been to Notre Dame? It's the worst place in the world. But in Notre da- what sucks for Notre Dame is the last two seasons, they've been a really, really good baseball team. And last year, you know where they got put in their Super Regional? At Starkville. Mm. Not great. At Mississippi State, who won Not the College great. World Series. Right. And guess where they're stuck this year? In Knoxville, at Tennessee, who realistically is probably going to win the College World Series. It does suck for them. Like two years in a row. Yeah, I mean, bad. those are the worst environments you can get put in. And they and they held their own Mississippi State last year. I mean, you, you play that game in South Bend, and they probably win. There's still 11 people there, but yeah. Yeah, absolutely. there'll be 11 people there. I Mississippi, think, it would be a home game for Mississippi State still. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed. I think they learned their lesson from last year. I think they get it done. And I have Southern Miss winning the whole thing, baby. That would be awesome. Let's I would love that. Wow. Book I would it. love that. Book it. Joy said it. Book it. That's right. Front porch, you're going to get the job done. <clears throat> probably not. No, probably no not. I, I like it. Southern Miss. And um, don't sleep on East Carolina either. Like, that's a really good baseball team who's been good for multiple, multiple seasons. Years. Like, yeah. they've been really – like, they've just been knocking on the door. And they have not been able to, like, come through with the big wins – but they did it in the regional, and now, I mean, they're hosting Texas, which is going to be good, but they, they get to play at home, and that's big. That is big. That's, that's really, big. really big for them. Anything else, Tyson? No, I'm pretty good. All right. Chris? You nailed it. You've killed this whole segment. Yeah. Having Tyson's a joy. I love Tyson because he, he loves this, and you can tell the passion that he has for no, it. It's good, too. No, I love it. It's Huge good. fan of it. I know it's an hour and 15, and gas is extremely high right now, yeah. but <laughs> when it comes down, we need to get uh, Tyson back. I'm oh, in. Yeah. I'm, I'm, here for I'm it. absolutely in. All right, Brad, close us out. That's going to be it for tonight's so This has been Bradford Douglas along with Joey Edge and Chris Martinez with producer Roth, and we are from Port City. See you next time, Sitters. Go records on the rock. Not bad for a boy from Mississippi. Yeah, I could buy Maybach But I'm still in my F-150 And my last name Is a whole lot bigger than I thought it'd be A lot of things changed Except one thing Me I'm still the same old redneck fuck Don't give a damn Ain't afraid to throw a dead fuck On my Instagram grain alcohol in my cup
damn, ain't afraid to throw a dead book on my Instagram grain alcohol in my cup. Got